As Joe Biden pardons people with simple marijuana crimes, is nuclear war inevitable? This is shooting the shit. going on people and welcome to shooting the shit for october 7th 2022 it is a friday what is going on that was the gap band with you dropped the bomb on me baby that's right dropping bombs that's what's happening in today's today's world bombs are being dropped and it's something that we have to deal with basically right now um let's get started let's just let's go through this you know it's it's friday happy friday people get out there have a good time because the weather is beautiful here on in the northeast right now for today tomorrow's supposed to be a little chilly <sighs> it is october it is red october baby the fighting fucking fills are in the playoffs a quick little wild card spot starting today two o'clock fighting off against the cardinals Let's see what happens. A little three-game series. Hopefully, the Phillies can just wipe them out and move on. Well, let's get started anyway with what's really going on in today's world. Let's start out with a little bit lighter note shit because uh, these uh, these bomb-dropping situations are they're, they're a real deal, man. And it's a scary situation that we're living in right now. But anyway, let's start off with Biden. Joe Biden. Joe Biden pardons he pardons all these criminals that have offenses in our prison system right now on marijuana crimes you know possession of marijuana light marijuana crimes i'm going to guess um in this story let's see we're going to go we're going to use cnn's we're going to go with cnn's because you know what the hell we got to always go to the left a little bit and use what the left says about it because you know how the left does they they push it and they figured you know they have to have their say in it so that way the lefties have something to talk about. Of course, they're going to push Biden in a positive note with this, which is fine. This is kind of a positive note. I'm, I'm going to give Biden this much because there's people in jails right now that shouldn't be there on these small offenses. So Biden pardons all federal offenses of simple marijuana possession and first major steps towards decrimination or decriminalization, I should say. Decrimination. Decriminalization. This is from CNN Politics, Okay. Let's see, Joseph Biden, okay, President Joe Biden is taking his first major steps towards decriminalizing marijuana, fulfilling a campaign, a campaign pledge, campaign, a campaign pledge to erase prior federal possession convictions and be, uh, beginning the process of potentially loosening federal classification of the drug. Biden on Thursday pardoned 
all prior federal offenses of simple marijuana possession, a move that senior administration officials said would affect thousands of Americans charged with that crime. The announcement comes a month ahead of critical November elections that will determine control of Congress. Some candidates, in particular Pennsylvania Democrat Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman, who is running for Senate U.S. you know for the state's U.S. Senate seat, have made the issue of marijuana legalization central to the campaigns. This is going to hurt him. I'll tell you that right now. This has to hurt Fetterman because this is basically the policies he's leaning on to win. And Joe Biden stepped up a month before and actually cleared it out. Like this isn't Joe Fetterman didn't win this. Joe, Joe Biden did this. So what's Fetterman got to lean on now? You know. So when Fetterman and Biden met last month, because this is how CNN pushes it. They met last month, and yeah, Joe's going to clear it. See what Fetterman did it. He made it. He made it work. Let's vote for Fetterman. I don't. I don't believe that one fucking bit. Okay, first of all, I just don't. The point of the matter is, I think Joe Biden. I think this was in the books to begin with, and Fetterman just used it that policy as a a a, a political game for himself to win the election he's running for against uh, Emmett Oz. Is that he said Emmett Oz? I don't like either of them, okay? I really don't. I don't like Oz, and I don't like Fetterman. I don't like that. I don't, I'm not, you know me. I'm not a pro-life guy. First of all, I call it how it is, and I told you that before. It's it's, 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 it's anti-abortion, pro-abortion. The point of the matter is I don't like Oz for, for that. And there's no pro-life. Let's, let's just face the facts. If you don't give a shit about the woman who's pregnant, you're not pro-life. Um, You're just anti-abortion. That's what he is, and I don't like him for that. I do like Oz for the gun. Rights, uh, Second Amendment rights, you're, uh, big on Constitution. I think Fetterman is a. Uh, I always said it before that this should should be legalized. Like, if you're going to legalize marijuana, get these low offenders out of jail and put them back out on the streets. Especially, you know, only I should say, especially only the ones who were caught on simple charges, as in possession of marijuana. Sorry if you hear dogs in the background. This microphone picks everything up. Anyway, the ones. That are were caught on simple charges as in possession of marijuana, not not to distribute it or anything like that. I think those people should stay in jail. Um, they broke. See, there's a fine line with this. It, it really is because when these people were thrown in jail, drugs were you know, marijuana was illegal, so they did break the law. But I think at this moment in time, once the marijuana is legal, there there's no more laws to be broken. So just just let these simple offenders out of there. So, so you got Fetterman, who that's his whole policy push. That's really all he has. He doesn't have anything else. I mean, the guy basically is a sponge who they, quote, hasn't paid taxes for fucking years. He lived in his parents' basement forever. I mean, the guy seems like a, a, a loser who just kind of put himself in a political situation. I would, you know what, I would actually turn around, but I paid my taxes and I work hard. And, you know, I have jobs besides this. Um... But I would kind of put myself in that kind of predicament saying I'd be the same kind of guy, I'd be a hypocrite if I went and ran for Senate or ran for something just because I have an interest in politics and I have a podcast here that I talk about my politics. So it would kind of put me in the same boat as Fetterman, um, but the policies that he's leaning on to win, how can he use that now? A month from now, you know, and say, hey, I turned it around. I think that's what CNN's trying to push here to say that, hey, I made it happen because I talked to Biden and he did this. Now, I think this was already in the books. The Fetterman just 
jumped on board of that train. Choo-choo. Let's go. This is going to win me. I don't think so. I don't think so. M and Oz, don't get me wrong, on the gun rights and gun things, Second Amendment isn't going anywhere. People aren't going to hand over their guns. It's just not going to happen. Um, we do have to watch cities like Philadelphia, where I live in, when you have a government, a governor, or a mayor in the city. Um, we're talking about Mayor Kenny, piece of shit that he is, um, trying to set restrictions or ban weapons in certain areas, which basically you're just disarming law-abiding citizens. He tried to ban guns in any parks within inside the, the city limits, which just basically, because parks are dangerous in today's in today's world, especially in big cities like Philadelphia, I'm sure Chicago, New York, these, these, these parks are dangerous places. And to take a gun out of the law-abiding citizen's hands in a park, or you're just making a law-abiding citizen who's on his jog or on a, on a nature walk or something, just, he's, now he's vulnerable. Now he's, so when Emmett Oz goes in there and he talks about these kind of things, like that's, that's the push where we have to step in and say, look it, the second amendment, it, 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 it's, it, it, it's positive. It's forever. It's, it's not something that should be infringed upon at all. And law abiding citizens who follow the rules, follow the laws and do the right thing should never, ever, ever, ever be threatened on their guns being taken away or their rights to protect themselves being taken away. It should never, ever happen in any circumstance whatsoever. It should not be a state-by-state law. It should not be a city-by-city law. It should be a national law that allows you to carry a gun wherever you go inside the continental United States. Now, I get it on a plane now. I get it on certain things where you can actually be controlled. In today's world, like, it's... I think I explained this before on um, one of my podcasts way earlier in in in, in podcast history of mine um, on a friend that, that 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 got onto a plane with a box cutter. He worked in a supermarket at the time and got on the plane with a box cutter. And this was shortly after nine eleven happened, and he still was able to get through metal detectors and everything else and get on a plane with a box cutter. That is just a freak of nature. Like that, I don't know how it happened, but it did. Scared the shit out of him, and I get it. I, I would have been scared the shit too. Like, oh my god, I, I can't believe I got on the plane with this thing. I could go to jail. But the point of the matter is, like, I don't think guns will be undetected getting onto planes. Now, I get it when you got these these plastic ghost guns, but you still also have to get bullets onto the plane. The gun has to have some metal components to it, which will be picked up on, you know, on the radar. So. <sighs> The gun control thing, and I get it, Emmett Oz, he's pushing gun, the gun rights for, for, for law-abiding citizens, and that's a great thing. But that's what he has to fall back on, and I don't think gun rules, gun laws, all that shit's going to ever really come forth in our country. Mm. At least they should. It's scary to think that they try to push these, these, these policies. I mean, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Ban on, you know, uh, bump stocks suppressors things of that nature are a start they're 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 one step up the ladder of gun control um but we have to come to a point where it's like no you know what i mean at, at a point now negative this ain't gonna happen so with that race and joe biden doing this he basically screwed kind of i would say screwed over fetterman who like i said he's running for you know lieutenant governor of pennsylvania um so Here's the, this is the thing. Fetterman, he's made the issue of marijuana legalization 
central to uh, their campaigns. When Fetterman and Biden met last month, the candidate said he would raise the issue with the president at the same time. Democrats have sought to rebuff allegations they are soft on crime, an issue that has risen to the top of some voters' agendas in certain swing districts. Here's the kicker. Democrats love this. They push the fact that soft on crime. We're not talking about, you know, you're soft on crime because of the marijuana thing. It, it, it's the gun shit. All the, 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 these criminals that are on the streets and your defunding of the police for ever since Black Lives Matter and the George Floyd bullshit that happened. It, 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 it's the crime rate is, it's, there's, I don't give a fuck if there's some kid smoking some weed on the corner down in Philadelphia. I care about the fucking little assholes that are carjacking with the guns or going into these, quote, bodegas in New York and shooting the fucking owners because, Jesus Christ, they're doing it like a game for fun. It's bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. And yet, like I said before, these kids can can, can carjack somebody on a Friday night and probably be out doing it again by Monday night. That's how, that's That's the soft on crime we're talking about. Not the fucking soft on crime with marijuana. So you Democrats really need to get your heads out of your fucking asses and realize that's what's actually the soft on crime policies we're talking about. Stop allowing this kind of heavy-duty crime to happen inside of our cities, inside of our states, inside of the United States of America. So as part of the announcement, Biden also encouraged governors to take similar steps to pardon state simple marijuana possession charges, a move that would potentially affect many thousands more Americans. And the president will task the Department of Health and Human Services and Attorney General Merrick Garland to uh, exponentially review how marijuana is scheduled under federal law. All right, the first step towards potentially easing a federal classification that currently places marijuana in the same category as heroin and LSD. No one should be in jail for just using or possessing marijuana, Biden said in a video announcing his executive actions. This is a, understand something, I'm going to stop here for a second. This is a political party, a political president who you voted for, who was all about putting these safe using spots in your cities and sending out inside of, quote, these uh, the COVID packages that were coming out, crack pipes. This guy was encouraged. Like, that's encouragement. I don't care who you are. If you don't see that as encouragement, you are very naive, very stupid person. It's encouragement. A crack pipe. Why? Because your son's a crack fucking addict, Joe? Like, what's next? Okay, so here's the kicker. I'm all about the marijuana, the light use. But what's next? It's, like I said, there's la- there's steps to each ladder. So when you take away bump stocks and suppressors, it's a step towards gun control. Okay, so when you take away the criminalization on marijuana, it's a stepping stone or a step up the ladder to taking away criminalization of LSD, of crack cocaine, heroin, things of that nature, making this shit okay. Eventually, are we going to be fighting Joe Biden over a policy that tries to allow all drugs to be okay in the United States? That's encouragement. Again, here's another term we can use for this, indoctrination. Again, we it, it's of our kids with sexuality in schools. This would be indoctrination of, obviously, our youth today, too. It's okay to do drugs. It's okay. It's not a big deal. Go ahead. 
Now, listen, like I said, marijuana, I don't have a fucking problem with it. Now, I think that there needs to be some kind of restrictions in this, and I'm sure there are. There already probably are. I didn't read that far into it, okay? But I'm sure young kids possessing it, so on and so forth, will be, you know, it's probably just like, you know, alcohol, illegal. Mm. But... You know, it's, it's hard to, how do you try, like, I don't understand how they trace it. I don't think they still can yet. I'm not sure. But when you drive down the street, like, I drive down the street, and I'm behind somebody. I can smell, like, I get a contact fucking high from it. I'm not a weed smoker, but I get a contact high. I'm like, holy shit. Like, and I'm like, how can this person drive down the street like this? Like, and a cop drives by and just like, fuck it. Like, what am I going to do? There's no way to really test when you get over the street. What are you going to do? Look, and I'm going to go, man. Your eyes are really glassy and red, and you got the munchies. Is that the test we're going to go by? You're you've been driving, drink. You've been driving and smoking, huh, buddy? You know, come on, get out of the car, walk this line, do this. You know what I mean? Like, come on. We know alcohol. We have a breathalyzer test that tests alcohol. We need to figure out something that does the same thing for weed, so that way people can't drive. Because I know people. Can, it doesn't affect you like that. Oh, bullshit! It doesn't. Bullshit! It doesn't. It affects you. So let's get back to the story. So, so. Let me start back at the beginning of this one. No one should be in jail for just using and possessing marijuana. Biden sent a video announcing his executive actions. It's legal in many states and criminal record. Uh, wait, and criminal records for marijuana possession have led to needless bar- barriers to uh, employment, housing, educational opportunities, etc. And that's before you address the the, the racial disparities. Of course, they got to bring race into this. Around who suffers the consequences. While white and black and brown people use marijuana at similar rates, black and brown people are arrested, prosecuted, and convicted at disproportionate rates. CNN, there you go. You're dividing us by the color of our skin again. Listen, I get it. Stereotyping. The blacks get arrested more often. But see, every time a black person will come to in front of me and go, you know, our stereotype and this and that. Look, you bring us down. No, the white man's not bringing you down. The media is bringing you to fuck down. The media is stereotyping you. The media, the media is dividing you from me. Plain and simple. Yes, they're, they're, in a way, they're right. More blacks, and but let's face the facts. I drive down the road like I just got done fucking saying, and I smell the fucking weed coming out of a car. And I pull up next to them, and there's a couple black dudes smoking some weed. I'm okay. I don't give a fuck. But if they're black, I don't get me wrong. I see white people doing it too. I see white guys doing it too. But if we're going to be honest here, statistically, if I drive behind 10 different cars smoking weed, I'll bet you two to three out of the 10 are white. The rest are black. I, 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 stereotyping, I, I, it's not stereotyping, it's, there's the numbers, there's the facts, there's the, you see it, it's almost like when you say the crime, the media doesn't really show you too much of the white crime on TV, but they show you all the black, it's just in Philadelphia, I talked about it in my last podcast, about fucking Tyson in the Boulevard in Philadelphia, the Wawa, it was all over fucking the, the news, it was on World News Tonight, on ABC, another left-wing media source that I watch, there it is, plain as day. Here's the video to the Wawa getting ransacked by probably a hundred plus. Not one white face in the whole crowd. Not one. Not one. But yet, I, as a white man, will be stereotyped myself as in the person pushing the oppression on you. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. The media did it right here, and it's in 
Big words here. Marijuana at similar rates. Black and brown people are arrested, prosecuted, and convicted at disproportionate rates. I'm sorry, disproportionate rates. I'm having trouble speaking today, but it's okay. Too many lives have been uh, upended because of our failed approach to marijuana. It's time that we right these wrongs, the president said. I'm going to stop there with this one because I'm getting a little, I I get aggravated, agitated from CNN, from from these, any of the media sources, even Fox News. I'll get agitated with some of the things they put up there. And it's just like, oh my God, please stop. I watched Fox News the other night do a story on, uh, oh my God, I think the people that got, the family got abducted or something, left the baby. And the video they showed of the guy coming out of the house was the exact same video they showed couple weeks prior to illegal immigrants storming into somebody's house right along the border. I swear to God, I'm looking at it, I'm going, and I tried to find a video, I'm like, it's the same video. It's the same exact fucking video. So, both sides do it. Don't get me wrong, both sides do it. But, you know, CNN is just fucking bad. They're bad. So anyway, speaking of Joe Biden, so Joe Biden... Okay, is also patting himself on the back for something else. Build back better. We're building back better. See, America, we're doing it. We're building back better. Here you go. Joe Scarborough from NBC, another left-wing source. Let's get into this one. He tweeted. Let's see what his tweet is. We going. Is this, yeah, it takes it. Uh, Joe Scarborough of NBC. Unemployment rate drops to 3.5%, matching a 50-year low despite inflation and rising interest rates. Economy remains resilient for now. Ah, that's funny. So let's go into this thing. September job numbers come as a hot labor market cools some. The U.S. unemployment report for September will show whether the job market continued cooling last month as high inflation and rising interest rates weighed. Uh, Wait, uh, is that all they have of this, or can I get the whole article from the Wall Street Journal? Let's see, September jobs. Uh, this one's from the Wall Street Journal, so this is the same guy, but okay. But that was Scarborough that, put, that he posted it. On Twitter, you can look them up. Uh, U.S. employers added 263,000 jobs in September, continue, continuing, fuck, now I don't want to pay eight bucks a month for this shit, and I'm not doing it, Wall Street Journal. What, now I can't read your story now? Oh, there we go. Continue gradually cooling pattern in the labor market as high inflation and rising interest rates weighed on the economy. The unemployment rate fell to a 3.5% from 37 In August, the labor... Department said Friday, matching a half-century low that was last reached in July. A reflection of people leaving the job market. Wages rose 5.0% in September from last from the same month a year earlier, a slower pace than August's 5.2 annual rate. People are still going back to work after the COVID restrictions and mandates. And now people fight with me, and I did. I already went through this on Fox's website on Facebook, okay? Somebody argued with me. I posted on there. Read it again. Stand in front of the mirror 50 times because it said that the unemployment rate dropped to its all low since COVID. And I said this on there. I said, please say that 100 times in front of a mirror or 50 times in front of a mirror. The job rate has lowered since COVID. The job rate has lowered since COVID. The job rate has lowered since COVID. Of course it lowered since COVID because COVID at the time caused, first of all, lockdowns, which isn't the reason why 
the, the, the unemployment rate dropped, there was lockdowns. The, the unemployment rate dropped as soon as Joe Biden decided that people can't go back to work unless they're vaccinated. Hmm. Okay, Joe. So then, all of a sudden, employers, no, you can't go back because you're not vaccinated. You can't go back. That caused people to resign, retire, or be fired from their jobs. Thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people. I know some in my own company alone who did not go back to work because they were not vaccinated. Let's face the fucking facts, people. People, these people are going back to work because now these jobs can't they can't find people to fill these fucking jobs. Don't get me wrong. They filled some jobs just by hiring new people. I get it. But people have been going back to work now because these mandates are being lifted. And say, uh, just go back to work. There's no more COVID. Joe Biden, of all people, your, your fucking leader, your commander-in-chief said COVID's over. And whoa, hold on. The White House had to step in and go, no, 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 no. Joe, don't say that, Joe. Joe, what are you doing, Joe. Sleepy Joe, sleep at the wheel again. Said it, okay? He said it. He's your commander-in-chief. You know, here's a guy who also was calling out for a dead uh, woman, in, 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 I guess uh, one of the, you know, media people out in the calling for her. Where you at? Whatever her name was. I mean, I'm sitting there going, what the fuck is he doing? Oh, he, you know, and the White House spokesperson, the little fucking black bra with the big hair, Oh, he just calling it. It's just it. And I'm like, get the fuck out. Stop making up fucking stories. The guy's old, feeble, and, and losing, his, lo- losing his mind. He is. He He's losing his mind. The guy wanders off. Like, he'll be on stage and be talking about something. And then all of a sudden, okay, well, thank you. And starts walking away. Joe, Joe, where are you going? You stopped in the middle of your sentence and you just walked away. Like, he, he's, he doesn't know where he's at. There's got to be nurses behind the, the, I said this before, there's got to be nurses behind the, uh, the, the the curtains waiting for Joe to come back there and then take him by his arms. Come on, Joe, we're going to give you your medication, put you to, to give you a nap for today. Oh, okay, okay. Tell, tell them that uh, this is what I said. I know this is how it should go. Just tell, tell them. Uh, take the strings off my shoulders and my hands and my arms and my feet. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I won't be the puppet no more. I'll just take my nap. Can you ladies get me a warm glass of milk? <laughs> I can see that happening. You know, it's great. He, 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 this, the, the, the Democrats, this is one of the best things about the Democrats. The Democrats were constantly bitching about Trump and Mar-a-Lago going to Mar-a-Lago. And this is one of the things, this is what gets me, and I'll talk about that in a minute, Mar-a-Lago. But fuck mar They're always talking about Trump was always on vacation in Mar-a-Lago. He was always golfing. He was always doing this. Motherfuckers, Joe Biden every weekend is in Rehoboth at his fucking beach house, riding bikes and falling the fuck off. Come on, let's fucking call it how it really is. These presidents, they don't work 24-7, but some work more than others, plain and simple. Okay, Joe Biden is just a feeble old man who, every weekend he's in Rehoboth. thing that I love about that is like, I'm sitting there going, these immigrants getting shipped up to Martha's Vineyard, I'm sitting there going, ship them right to Joe Biden's front door in Rehoboth in the middle of the summer. Ruin his summer vacation. Please, ruin it. But just like, fucking, just like uh, Martha's Vineyard, they'll just bust them somewhere else. That's what they do. And they, then they make it, oh, Democrat, you're, you Republicans are racist because you send them up there. Get the fuck out of here. The racist thing is that you throw them back, right up back on a bus and get rid of them because you don't want them where you're at. What's good for the goose has to be good for the gander, right? That's how I look at it. You want to ship these motherfuckers 
to here, we're going to ship them back out. That's how the Democrats look at it. Well, let me tell you something, Joe. If you're going to leave the borders wide fucking open like you did, you're very fucking, before you were even elected president, you made it clear for all these people to rush to the border because you would give them asylum. I have the video of it. I remember it very well. You said it right out in fucking front of the open during one of your fucking the, the political pushes that you had when you were standing on stage with everybody else that was running for it. You sat there and said, run towards the border because when I become president, I will give asylum. So all these immigrants, once you opened up the fucking border wide open in the middle of a fucking pandemic, they just run across. Now, you got to remember something. There's people who live on these borders and in these border towns. They don't want this shit. Just like you don't want them at your front door, Joe, and all you other fucking hypocrites that live in Martha's Vineyard and everywhere else who just puts them right back on a bus and ships them somewhere else. How do you think the people feel down in those areas that actually have to deal with it every single fucking day? You cried over 50 of them being dropped off on your front step, yet thousands of them cross the fucking Rio Grande every single day. Mm Mm-hmm scurrying through people's backyards and trying to break into people's houses. But here we go. Joe Biden patting himself on the back for eh, the unemployment rates dropping now. Pat myself on the back for that one. I added all these jobs. Yeah, no, you didn't, Joe. No, you did not, Joe. Here's the kicker with this. There are so many simple-minded fucking people out there. Simple fucking minded, and you all know who you are, who voted for this guy and voted for this administration, and voted for these policies to come in. These people walk in, they create problem after problem after problem, and then they try to fix this problem and pat themselves on the back when they do. These problems should have never happened to begin with, but yet the simple-minded people will go, see, he's fixing the things, but he created them. That's the point. Well, sleepy Joe Biden, you're not what you fucking think you really are. You're an idiot. Thus coming forth, let's talk about something a little bit more important. we got a half an hour, I think, that I can fill this in. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Well, for one, let's talk about North Korea and the... uh, Let's see. uh, North Korea decided to test missiles right over top of Japan just last week. Uh, let's talk about this one from the Washington Post. Uh, I'm going to just state that this is for real people. This is really happening in today's, you know, today's world. And we need to be really paying attention to it because all our lives are actually put in the hands of these quote politicians. These people don't own the United States. They don't own North Korea, Kim Jong-un. Putin doesn't own Russia. They don't own the world. I look at the Bible. And in this case, I got to kind of quote Noah. Noah heard his voices and told him that he needed to build an ark because God was upset with the way the people were treating each other and his creation. And he said, I'm going to make it rain day in and day out and day in and day out. I'm going to flood the earth, Noah. You are to take animals, boys and girls, boys and girls, boys and girls, 
and you are to put them on your ship, you are to take your family, and you are to make sure that life continues. But these people need to go. That is how I'm kind of looking at what's going on right now in the world. We're destroying each other. And in the Terminator 2, I remember when the Terminator, you know, Edward Furlong's character said, and I said this in the last podcast, that he said to the Terminator, he goes, we're not going to make it, are we? When the two little kids were running around each other, shooting at each other. And Terminator goes, use our programmed or use our are built to destroy yourselves, to destroy each other and yourselves. And that's basically what we're doing when we talk nuclear war, when we talk war, when we talk like this is my land and I want it back, that's my land. Listen, God created this land and he put life on it, saying, here, I'm giving you something pure, natural. Treat it good and treat it the way it should be treated. I'm not a big religious, religious, religious guy. I, I, I pray when I think I need to pray. I believe in a God. Um, I don't go to church. I don't go to, you know, these kind of things unless somebody passes away or somebody gets married. Then you'll see me in a church. Um, I'm not that religious person that is so powerfully religious. But I'm starting to wake up and see some things that bother me. We treat each other really bad, and when I see this nuclear war threat, and I see these people who think they own this land and these countries and the soil that they walk on and stuff like this nature, and, and they kill each other for it, it's 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 got to be making God pretty angry at this point. I've also noticed lately, and people claim global warming and all this stuff, maybe it's not global warming, maybe it's God's wrath. I see... Harsher hurricanes, like Ian, that just swiped across Florida, destroying a lot. Um, Coming up the coast, destroying shit in North Carolina, South Carolina. I see tornadoes in places that they've never been before. And I'm just talking about in the United States by itself. Across the world, you see this kind of weather happening too. Uh, Crazy shit. You know, there were ice ages that wiped out life. There were certain... Natural disasters that kind of are explainable with science, but unexplainable. Um, I think that God's kind of angry right now, and he's giving us a warning to stop being this way. It's either we're going to destroy each other with nuclear war, or God's going to destroy us with his wrath. I think it's inevitable at this point, and I said it earlier in, in the podcast, we're talking nuclear war, man. Is it inevitable? I have it on my my websites, on my Facebook channels, on my Instagrams. Um, Unreal, Unreal Reality, I think, is still on Facebook, which I really don't use too much anymore. Um, Shooting Shit is on Instagram. You can look it up. And I'll post different things, and I have a picture of a nuclear blast in a city. And underneath I have, is this inevitable and i'm starting to think it may be inevitable so if i was you i'd kiss your kids tell them how much you love them explain to them the situation not so much little kids because little kids don't get it they don't understand they really don't they don't uh they're too young to get the idea that there could be death instantly 
Um, but your 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 kids that are old enough to understand this kind of shit to under to, to just to just just give them. Man, it, it's hard to even say because we don't. Nuclear war is not something we've never had to de- really deal with. It's something that I, if you live, do you want to live? I mean, I'm kind of glad in a way that I'm so close to a ground zero of some sort that I'm going to be evaporated pretty much right away and just that's it. Um, Because I don't know if I would want to live through a holocaust of a nuclear war. Um, plus fighting people just to survive after it is, is tough. So this is a scary situation that we're going through right now. And I think God's wrath might actually be one of the things we have to also look at and be aware of because these people don't own the Biden administration and the government in the United States right now. They don't own the United States. They don't own the land. They don't own the thing. Putin doesn't own the land. Kim Jong-un doesn't own the land. Japan doesn't own. Understand something. These people think they're above and beyond. God gave us this land. He gave us all this land. It's yours. Like for you to live, do what you got to do to live. That's uh, what else can I say? You're being controlled. Everybody's being controlled and it's scary. So anyway, let's get this story really quick because I'm losing time here. North Korea is turning up the heat again. Here's why. Let's talk about this. All right. From Tokyo. This is a Washington Post, by the way. And like I said, you can you can get a hold of me. UnrealPockets101 at gmail.com. That's how you can talk to me if you want to talk to me. But that's beyond the point. North Korea has ramped up its missile test this year as it expands its weapons program, conducting 23 launches since January. It has fired at least five rounds of missiles in the past 10 days, including early Thursday when it launched two ballistic missiles towards its eastern waters, according to Japanese and South Korean officials. But its tests on Tuesday significantly raised the stakes. It flew a missile over Japan for the first time since 2017. It didn't warn Tokyo in advance, and that missile flew further than anything previously launched by North Korea. They're testing the waters right now on Joe Biden is what they're doing. Um, And threatening, you know, a UN-sanctioned country like Japan... Missile tests can serve many purposes, including uh, improving technical capabilities and sending a political message, both domestically and globally. They also serve as a reminder of the lack of progress on jump-starting nuclear negotiations with the regime and how uh, Fong Yang's military capabilities have evolved uh, during the settle, uh, the stalemate. These people are testing the waters on a very weak America, a very weak political America, a very weak president of the United States of America. He is Sleepy Joe, and they know he's Sleepy Joe, and they know how weak he is. Oh, we're not going to tolerate this bullshit. Get the fuck out of here, Joe. You're, you're a feeble old man. Yes, they're going to tolerate you. You're going to tolerate their bullshit because they're going to continue to do it. They don't care what you're fucking... Listen... Again, it comes to the nurses. Come on, Joe. You need to go to bed. Trump, they were afraid of. Let's face the fucking facts. Trump was taking no bullshit whatsoever from these fucking people. He walked onto North Korean soil without security. These people took him seriously, for real. 
I'm tired of the Democratic Party and the left-wing people sitting there and saying, he was in their back pockets. No. Would you rather have a guy who actually can talk and somewhat get along with an enemy than a guy who can't get along with an enemy, an enemy whatsoever and actually have no respect from them? I'd rather have the guy who actually has the balls to step over the border and talk to these fucking people and put these people in their place or at least negotiate with these people on a fucking respectable level. But the left looks at it, oh, he's just weak. He's there, he's there. He was in their pockets. Get the fuck out of here. I'm tired of hearing that shit. So anyway, residents in northern Japan woke up Tuesday morning to sirens warning them of a missile launch. North Korea, like, can you imagine waking up in Philadelphia and here constantly going, what the fuck? And it's nuclear war we're in. Just because somebody's testing them, flying them over us without telling you. They're 46 kilometers. That's 2,858 uh, 2, miles uh, for 22 minutes over Japan's uh, Amori uh, Prefecture, whatever the hell that is, landing in the Pacific Ocean. Japanese officials said it reached an altitude of 1,000 kilometers, which is 621 miles. Uh, it's not clear what type of weapon it was. Ja uh, Japanese defense officials say it may be similar to the uh, the Hosong. I hope I'm saying it right. Hoasong 12, which can reach Japan and Guam, uh, a U.S. territory in the Pacific Ocean. The missile may have been an upgrade from the Hoang 12, given its uh, trajectory and its distance it traveled, according to Kim Kim Dong Yup, a former South Korean Navy officer who teaches at King Gnong University in Seoul, Korea. Um, all right, so. They're testing the waters. They're testing the waters on us. This is North Korea testing the waters. So then, with North, North Korea testing the waters, uh, is it for Joe Biden? Is it for the West? Which they consider us the West. Because Yahoo News. Yahoo! Anyway, analysis. North Korean missile launches are a test for Biden. They claim. And they got a little picture of Kim Jong-un pointing. Little fucking fat, chubby fuck. Anyway, doo -doo 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 -doo. so Tokyo, a drumbeat of increasingly powerful North Korean missile launches, a U.S. aircraft carrier floats off the Korean peninsula. North Korean warplanes buzz the border with South Korea. Worldwide cries of uh, condemnation and worry. <sighs> we, we got together with South Korea... I think in Japan, right? And just did these tests, and didn't we just blow up a fucking... Like, we're making ourselves look like fucking fools during this whole thing. We need to get Biden in this administration. Now, fuck out. He's going to be one of the reasons nuclear war does start. Poland is begging us for nuclear weapons. Joe, don't give them to him. Please, use your fucking head. It's a pattern that has repeatedly many times over the years, and as in the past, there are plenty of signs in the latest cycle that point to North Korea eventually testing a nuclear bomb. Yes, this is part of North Korea's dodging march towards building a viable arsenal of nuclear-tipped missiles able to target any city on the U.S. mainland, but the nation's extraordinary run of missile tests this year, its most ever, wait, yeah, but the nation's Extraordinary run of missile tests this year, its most ever, oh, is also meant to grab the attention of an important and uh, 
decidedly distracted audience of one, which is Joe Biden. Again, he's a feeble old man who doesn't realize what's going on to begin with. Oh, threaten muscles over us, you know. Everybody get under your desks and put your hands on your heads. He's probably thinking back to when he was a little kid, you know. So anyway, yeah, Washington has uh, responded to the missiles with tough statements and weapons launches of its own military drills with uh, Ally Soul, which really just blew up fucking so far. <laughs> so far, however, that's been little uh, indication that the Biden administration will or even can pers- you know, sue the messy political dangers dip- uh, diplomacy needed to peacefully solve a problem that has uh, bedeviled U.S. presidents for decades. Didn't bedevil Trump. Sorry, I don't remember it bedeviling him. He was able to keep these people under control. Just seems really funny that all these people stepped the fuck out of the fucking shadows as soon as Joe Biden's president and be like, eh, fuck this feeble old guy. We got you now, America. You're a bunch of weak fucking pussies. So Thursday's launch is believed to be two short-range ballistic missiles, uh, where North Korea's sixth round in less than two weeks. On Tuesday, uh, Fong Yang staged uh, its longest-ever launch, sending a missile capable of hitting U.S. military concerns on Guam flying over U.S. ally Japan into the Pacific Ocean. Later Tuesday, North Korea flew 12 warplanes near the Korean border, the, the world's most heavily armed prompting South Korea to launch 30 uh, military planes in response. North Korea is a small, uh, impoverished, widely shunned nation sandwiched between great powers, but it has built, uh, against great odds, its atomic weapons program through. Uh, it's it, it, it. I don't even know how. I like. I. I. I'd read it the way they want to read it, but it doesn't. They're political maneuvering and their cutthroat persistence. Each North Korean weapon test does at least three things at once. Uh, it allows Kim Jong Un. Uh, let's see. Story continues. It allows Kim Jong Un to show his people that he's strong leader, capable of standing up to foreign aggressors. Who's foreign aggressor? Biden is a weak, feeble old man. He's not a fucking foreign aggressor. Just because Putin's a foreign aggressor right now because he is walking into Ukraine, I want my land back. I mean, we're hypocrites over here. Uh, he shouldn't be doing that. We stole the land from fucking Native Americans here. Like, can you imagine if they were strong fucking people and turned around and said, Ha, huh, we have enough. You Americans took our land. We'll fight you back. And, and they decide to fucking start fighting. That's what happens. Can you imagine? Because basically it's what it is. It's it's North. Putin is going in. He wants his land back. That was basically Ukraine walked away, made their own nation using land that was Russia's land. That's how it works. But but we're hypocrites and we, you know, we don't look at it that way. We look at it. Putin is just a piece of shit, which he is. He absolutely is threatening with nuclear weapons. But so anyway. North Korea has been testing the waters because Kim Jong-un's a fucking whack job himself. And then, you know, you go over to the threat of nuclear holocaust, which is for real. Because Ukraine war, Biden says nuclear risk, and this is from the BBC. The, UK, the, the Ukraine war, Biden says nuclear risk highest since 1962 Cuban Missile Crisis. I don't want to buy into you. I just want to read your fucking story. Uh, who is this? The BBC. This is from the British. You know, I love how you get the British fucking people. They get involved. 
They love to be, they love, they love sticking their little noses in their teacups and your fucking into your business. The risk of a nuclear Armageddon, Joe Biden is calling it Armageddon. It's fucking crazy. Is at its highest level since 1962 Cuban Missile Crisis, U.S. President Joe Biden said. I can't believe he's calling it Armageddon. Uh, Mr. Biden said Russia's President Vladimir Putin was not joking when he spoke of using tactical nuclear weapons after suffering setbacks in Ukraine, which he is. He's, he's losing. So he's threatening to use tactical nuclear weapons, which is a start to nuclear war. Yes, they're tactical. They would just go towards targets of you know, people in certain little areas, just tactical, just to, just to try to get his upper hand because he's losing his upper hand. The U.S. was trying to figure out Mr. Putin's way out of the war he, he had it. Uh, the U.S. and the uh, EU, uh, the European Union, have previously said Mr. Putin's nuclear saber rattling should be taken seriously. However, the U.S. National Security Advisor, Jake Sullivan, last week said that despite Moscow's nuclear nuclear hints, the U.S. had seen no sign that Russia was imminently preparing to use nuclear weapons. Imminently. Imminently. I can't speak today. Imminently preparing to use nuclear weapons. How many nuclear weapons does Russia have? Hmm, question, question, question. You, that's a different story. I guess. You, Ukraine has been retaking territory occupied by Russia, including in four regions. Russia uh, illegally annexed recently. Listen, a lot of people are up in arms that Ukraine stepped into Russia to take out the Russians. And a lot of people are like, Yahoo, that's what they needed to do. But that's basically, they should just be fighting for their own land back. Instead of going into Russia and destroying Russian land, which is it, it, tis for tat again, but you're taking, hmm, how do you say this? You got a guy on one side who's got slingshots, and then the guy on the other side who's got a cabinet full of guns. You don't step onto the guy with the cabinet full of guns' his land and start destroying his land just because he slingshotted some of your stuff on your side. You just protect your stuff on your side and. You try to stop him. At least that's how I look at it. I mean, maybe that's the pussy way I'm looking at it, but it's it just seems to be more logical and might save millions upon millions of lives. Uh, for several months, U.S. officials have been warning that Russia could resort to the use of weapons of mass destruction if it suffers setbacks on the battlefield, which it is already setting it on the battlefield. President Biden said the reason the Russian leader had not been not joking when he talked about using tactical nuclear weapons or biological or chemical weapons is because his military is, you might say, significantly uh, underperforming, which they are. They're, 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 you know what it is? They had enough. Putin, you got to go fight. You got to go. A lot of these Russian kids are like, fuck you. I'm tired of this. There's some. Fucking battling the fucking, uh, what do you call straight uh, up between Alaska and, and, and Russia, the Bering Strait. They're battling the Bering Strait to get over here so they can seek asylum in, in the United States and get away from Russia because they're just, they had enough of this shit. Listen, this is not a fight for your, your, your freedoms in your country. This is a fight for one man's political power push. That's all it is. And that's Putin. Um, but, Got to understand, we have a weak America right now who we got a feeble old man at, at, at the reins going, oh, we'll just send weapons of mass destruction over to them and this and that and that. And we'll give you this and this and this. And listen, I'm all about giving Ukraine some weapons to fight back. 
but not to go in and and take their fucking land and shit like that. Eh, you know what? I think we're, we're, we really just bit off a lot more than we can chew. I don't want nuclear war. I don't think anybody does. So for the first time since the Cuban Missile Crisis, we have a direct threat to the use of nuclear weapons. Uh, if, in fact, things continue down the path they'd been going, uh, Mr. Biden told fellow Democrats, we have not faced the prospect of Armageddon since Kennedy and the Cuban Missile Crisis. Uh, during a speech, a speech last Friday, President Putin said the U.S. has created a president by using nuclear weapons against Japan at the end of World War II. A comment that would not have gone unnoticed by Western governments. Our Russia editor Steve Rosenberg points out, Mr. Putin has also threatened to use many means uh, at his disposal to protect Russian territory. He's right in the way. I mean, in, in World War II, we had enough of Japan fucking with us. The thing is, Putin started this war. Okay? Now Putin wants to end the war with nuclear weapons. Japan, with us, Japan started the war. Japan flew over here and fucking and dive-bombed fucking Pearl Harbor and, and created the whole start to what happened there. Okay? We retaliated and said, fuck you people. We dropped one bomb on them. Poof. They still didn't stop. They didn't back down. No, we're still, fuck you Americans. We're coming after you. And then fucking finally we dropped number two. Then finally the white flags went, fuck this. They're not kidding. But Putin is losing a war he started and wants to use tactical nuclear weapons, which is, that's beyond crazy. It would be like Japan having them back then, starting with us and then losing the war against us and then using nuclear weapons on us. That's what it would have, that's what, that's what that is. So it's, it's an opposite, it's opposite of, yeah, Putin, Putin's right, but he's wrong. If you understand what I'm saying. Anyway, so so during his speech last Friday, President Putin said the U.S. had created a president. Oh, I already wrote that. That the Rosenberg posted out. Mr. Putin has also threatened to use every means at his disposal to protect Russian territory. It's because they're going into Russia. I Like I said, I don't think that Ukraine should have did this, but I guess tis for tat. Even as Mr. Putin signed the final papers formally a a a annexing for regions of Ukraine, uh... Luhansk, Donetsk, what at these? I, I, Luhansk is one of the places. I guess Donetsk is a place. Uh, Zaporizhia, whatever, and uh, Kherson, something. I don't know. Kiev's forces were advanced inside those areas. He had claimed. I don't know how to fucking pronounce that shit. And you know what? My education. I I, I graduate high school. And I didn't graduate at the top of my class, so when it comes to reading, I can read, obviously. I'm reading pretty damn good to you, think people, I think. But when it comes to these fucking foreign countries and their, their places, like, I, I can spell Ukraine. Ukraine. Um, but when it comes to these, Zapor is some shit like that. Hundreds of thousands. It might actually say something totally different than how I just pronounced that. I'll spell it out to you. Really quick, uh, Z A P O R I Z H Z H I A. <laughs> However, you want to fucking say it. So, anyway, inside five minutes left here. Let me get this fucking done. Uh, hundreds of thousands of men have been fleeing Russia rather than wait to be drafted to fight in Ukraine. Like I said, they're, they're running across the fucking straight. I can't say running. 
it's fucking harsh waters up there. That's where, you know, our, our guys go up there for them king lask and king crab legs. Mmm, yum, yum, yum. But anyway, they're, they're battling their way across the fucking Bering Strait, and they're getting into to, to Alaska trying to seek asylum here, which I get it. Some people just had enough, you know? I said it before in other podcasts. These people have cell phones and smartphones, and they have TikTok, and they want to just make videos and have fun and live their lives. And, and you got fucking crazy-ass Putin who wants this, and now threatening the nuclear war. So, so nuclear war, really quick, is it, to me, almost seems inevitable because we got such a crazy situation happening right now. And then we have, you know, all this weird weather shit happening to us, and I think that maybe God's wrath... God maybe had enough, and he's looking down at us going, you people need to stop and be good to each other. Like, quit it, you know? Or my wrath is going to be worse than that nuclear wrath. Or else he's just going to say, fuck it, let you just destroy each other, and then we'll start all over again at some point with the good people. Well, anyway, that's the news that's going on right now. So people, when it comes to nuclear war and all, tell your kids, explain to your kids the thing. Try to, try to... Be prepared in a way. I mean, how do you be prepared for nuclear war? It's over. Life's done. The Holocaust. Don't worry about your things and your stuff and your just, just, just. Fuck it. It's gonna be somebody else's if somebody survives it and they want your shit. That's all. You know, radioactive. Anyway, it's crazy. But I hope that it don't happen. I pray that it all happen. Please God, if you're listening to me, don't let nuclear war happen. We don't need this. Anyway, but let's just let's let's just. Let's let's love each other. Let's peace, love, happiness. Let's try to make things work. We're so divided right now, whether it's the color of our skin, our political ideologies, our sexual orientations, where we're from, our country's differences, you know, a weak to a strong. We're divided. We're completely and totally divided and it's fucked up, but let's try to get through this, man, without this kind of conflict. We don't need it in this world. Putin... If you fucking are listening, and if you stop, stop, you're just a crazy fuck, and it's fine to be crazy in your own country. Do do your thing. Zelensky, you stop too. Stop fucking going over there and trying to tiss for tat shit. Let's not let's not encourage Putin to do something stupid. Kim Jong Un, you're just a crazy fat fuck. You know, give that motherfucker a toy. You know what? Give that motherfucker a Snickers. He needs to calm the fuck down. Anyway. Until next time, people, that's the news for this week. I'm glad I was able to get out again. Unreal Podcast 101 at gmail.com. That's how you can get a hold of me. I am on Facebook. I am on Twitter. You can see the stuff. You can comment. You can write to me, and we can talk. And if you like this, man, spread the word. Talk to people, because that's how this gets out. It's the only way this gets out, is to talk. Until next time, people, man, I love you. Stay patriotic. Stay American. And I will talk to you later. See ya.